just want to welcome all the listeners coming today. I'm really uh, excited to be joined by uh, Claire today. Claire, I want to have a stab at the surname. Uh, <laughs> so, is it Claire, Come on. Claire Bacoli? Very good. Very good. Look, if, if I'm honest, actually, you need to. It's it's a it's a it's a Yoruba name, uh-huh. and I do not have the Yoruba accent. So right. what you need is you need to find a Yoruba person, and they will tell you how to say it. But right. all I go is just um, you know pronounce the e and the i, and you're good. Okay. Otherwise, you go. otherwise it means bad things. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, we don't want that. Well, no. um, so um, just for listeners, Claire and I have just been uh, just dialoguing a little bit about um, church in the UK. It's I always try to timestamp. So we're in mid-June uh, mm. 2021. Uh, Boris Johnson, the prime minister, has just not allowed us fully out of restrictions. Um, <laughs> so we can still do a fair amount, but we can't. In theory, uh. in England, we can't sing in church. Did yes. you know, Claire, that in, in Wales and Scotland, you can sing behind a mask? Can you? Yeah. So Whoa. you were in Wales recently. Maybe you could yes, have a quick song and then come back again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so here we are on podrings.org.uk. And mm. Claire, tell us a little bit about uh, SYC. Um, yeah. And um, and then we'll we'll dive into some questions and some discussion. Sure, thank you. So yeah, SYC, Shift Youth and Community. Uh, we've been here in the UK for, I don't know, um, I can't remember, about 15, 20 years. <laughs> and um, yeah, our, our thing is working with uh, local churches, local Christians, um, to uh, shape the culture of, of their community. Um, because we believe that if you can, um, if, if we can um, integrate kingdom values um, into the culture of the community, actually, that's what we were designed for. And um, um, I'll just <laughs> for, for those of you just listening to the audio, it looked like we were about to be interrupted. No one's <laughs> arriving with a, a big check. <laughs> no, no. Something else going on. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So so yeah, so when, when kingdom values are um are driving the culture, actually everybody everybody thrives. And our heart is particularly for um young people and particularly marginalized young people. And um marginalized well, any young people any young people do well when the community is healthy so um uh, so our parent organization fusion international started off in australia and um initially was just working with young people but then found that all that amazing work can be completely unraveled if you haven't worked with the families and the community and and uh, and stuff it does take a village a whole community to raise raise a, a child so yeah so thriving young people mean that the community is healthy but also thriving young people are good for the community and god has designed us um in a way that we actually thrive when his values and his ways are the thing that is determining how how a community functions how we relate to one another another so yeah, that's, that's basically it that's that's really good and I suppose there's a kind of when I've talked to different youth uh, focused organisations, mm. you don't always get that sense of the 
the the dual package uh, mm. and uh, mm. i'm i'm sure i'm sure that there's always an eye to that kind of thing but it does make it does make complete sense and it's just refreshing to hear that yeah. and you so you you talk about helping churches work together and also mm. work with with government as well yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> i love the thing of um you know um we, we all want the same thing um yeah. christians we call it some well some christians will call it the kingdom of god mm-hmm. um but but that's what it is it is yeah. it is when his ways are actually happening then we're all thriving that's actually what we all want yeah. um and so let's work together to do it and when when the church when the christians are functioning well we are a blessing and the community wants us the schools wants us the local com- local yeah. government wants us the police wants us everybody wants us when we're functional and and functioning well um yeah yeah, um, we can work well together, and that's interesting. I think we've seen that in a in a, a kind of an intense period over over lockdown. Yeah, with churches, other faiths as well, but predominantly the churches and Christians mm. acting in mm. positive ways. Okay, yeah. it's not maybe been as deep as what you're talking about but Mm -hmm. certainly that that visual thing of feeding and visiting and calls it feels like a very special moment at the moment yeah that's really exciting well let me let me swing you claire into my pet topic in terms of (laughs) you know to to gaze into your i don't know if we can have a spiritual crystal ball but nevertheless (laughs) um um, mixing metaphors uh we we may get letters um (laughs) but um what do you see what do you think um this this pandemic this period of lockdown has done for or even against uh christians and and church in the uk what do you see mm. has happened um mm. and how has life been affected and, and i suppose I, i'm going to tell you where we're going to go so it's not just spring. i'm kind of here keen to hear what you think the shape of things to come will be as well yeah 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 i i think um yeah, that's a, such a good question. Such a such a good question. I was saying earlier, I I I have a feeling that actually um the the extent to which um we have as Christians understood and practiced and integrated um what Jesus called us to, which is uh, which is life together. Um, lived out in the community with Jesus in in community and fellowship with one another with Jesus with the community if we have if we the extent to which we have integrated that and understood that and learned how to do that um, I think we will have to that extent we will do well as we come out of lockdown and as we go into into the future because um uh, and and I think to the extent to which we thought it was all about the Sunday morning show um, will have um, possibly shaken us. A, a, I think we'll be losing some of that and realising that actually following Jesus, um, there's a lot more to following Jesus and actually we have been able to do that throughout the pandemic those are the things that we have been able to do. We've had to find new ways of doing them, but we have been able to do them and we have been able to do them well. And 
you know, effectively. And if we can carry that on and hold on to those and still be, I think one of the beautiful things about um, the pandemic is it has forced us to think creatively. It's forced us to do values. It's forced us to think, okay, what is actually important? Right. And so these things have changed. So how do we do, how do we achieve that thing that is important to us in this new context, in this new way? What are new ways of doing that? Um, okay. And, uh, and I, I think that's, that's great. And that's set us up, that's given us huge practice so that as things begin, continue to change and metamorphosize as we come out of lockdown and into this new reality, hopefully we take some of that learning of how to actually apply the core things, the core principles, core values um, in a new reality and not try and just go back to business as usual. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah so, some things around that. Okay. <laughs> so, Clay, earlier we talked a little bit about the organisation, how you guys interact, and you, you, you used a fancy word, as far as I'm concerned. You talked <laughs> about a monastic nature of that, and you were relating yeah. it to this kind of shared life thing, mm. which mm. I'm I keen, uh, uh, pleased to hear that it's a term that you've come across, because it's yeah. of interest for me. But tell, yeah. tell me a bit of how that works, if you can. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, so one of one of the things that we um, phrases that we use to sort of summarize some of this is it's the life between us that does the ministry, um, and um, and so it's as we um, it's as we share life together. It's as we do life together. Um, we we have um, that, that we grow together, both as individuals and as, as teams and in our fellowship, as we're engaging with the community, that's what builds community cohesion across the community um, is, is genuine, genuine knowing what life is like for the other and, and genuinely doing life together. Um, so, so as with everything, there are, there are practices and structures that help that happen. So we have rhythms of shared life, rhythms of shared prayer, rhythms of shared work, rhythms of shared celebration, you know, and some of those we do, you know, just a core team, some of those we do broader, some of those we do on a community-wide basis. Um, uh, but it's, it's, it's all this, this thing about, so um, and, and yeah, I, I don't I don't know what the fancy definitions of monastic life, or, you know, yeah. but it, but it is it's this mesh of rhythms. It's this mesh of shared. It's uh, it's this mesh of um, we grow together in our knowing of Jesus um, as we share with one another. Um, and, so, and you yeah. said you said as part of that, you said it grows cohesion because a hot topic so um, yeah so am I taking from that that you think that that has it it doesn't just create a ghetto but actually Mm. there's there's a there's a way of interacting with those who are outside of the family of faith or whatever you want yeah absolutely absolutely because because it's it's all about this what in my view is what Jesus set up in John 17 where he talks about 
um, you know, Father, that they would be one as we are one and that they would be one with us. Um, and, and as it's, it is that that then helps the world know that, that I came, that, you know, Jesus, this is what Jesus is saying, that, that I, I came. It's, it, that, is, that is the thing that is the message. Um, and it is that quality of life between that actually invites. Right. And that's how Jesus operated, wasn't he? He, yeah. he, was, he was this kind of open crowd. <laughs> like, you know, he was constantly <laughs> gathering people. He had his three, he had his 12, but it was this ever expanding group and crowd and following of people who are finding their place in that life. And that's, I think that's what mission is. Mm. Um, you know that that so, which is what why, why we say it's the life between us that does the ministry. That's what that's what that's the attractive force. Right. Um, okay. And and so it's yeah. So it's not a not a ghetto. Everybody's welcome, and because Jesus is at the center, then obviously Jesus, you know, Jesus wants everybody, and therefore, if if we start becoming ghettoey, then we've kind of forgotten something of God's of Jesus's heart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, so 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 those those values need to be need to be underpinning and driving the nature of that shared life. Yeah. And what would you say would be your influences then, or influencers, in terms of how how you got to this particular place? Yeah. Oh, lots, lots, and lots. So. Um, I'm making a list because I need references for <laughs> no, stuff I'm writing. But, <laughs> I'll walk backwards. I'll walk backwards. So, so um, um, I'm a big fan of, um, found really helpful the Bridgetown stuff. So it's John Mark Kimer and his team. A lot of the stuff on practicing the way is actually about this sort of stuff, what it means to live out um, being a follower of Jesus. Um, but this this model of shared life and outreach and are all being mishy mashy yeah. is actually it actually it's centuries old. It's it's the Celtic monastic model. Okay. So if you go back to St Patrick, that's how he operated. Aidan operated in that way. Um, Columba operated in that way. Um, <clears throat> the other side, um, the Basil Basil of, of Cappadocia, as well. Um, so that was Eastern Orthodox. Um, again, around the same sort of, t- well, a little bit earlier, about 300 um, post-Christ. Um, same sort of thing. Little communities that were there not to be exclusive communities, monasteries in the way that we kind of think of them with big walls and, you know, but um, <clears throat> but little communities that were there to care for the community. Because that's where they were the ones who did the first who did the hospitals they were yeah. they were the the schools for the community they were the um that's where minestrone soup comes from it's right. soup of ministry that there was always a pot of soup so that the traveler would always be uh-huh. welcome whatever time of day or night they I came did not know that. it was so yeah historian something there you go. Minestrone suit came from Basil of Cappadocia. But yeah, so it's, it's an ancient, it is actually an ancient model yeah. that actually our life together, if we do it right with Jesus in the midst, actually it becomes this open community that blesses and that welcomes and that incorporates and that, you know, that is wanted uh, by the broader community. Oh, that's, that's excellent. Well, 
we have come to the end of the time that we're supposed to have. So I just <laughs> want to I just want to thank the, those for listening. Thank you, Claire, no for your time. And uh, and if there's anyone else uh, come uh, come and found the podcast somehow, and you want to find out more of what we're up to, do check out www. Um, ponderings.org.uk I almost forgot it myself <laughs> we will also put a little entry and a little more blurb about Claire on the website so you can hear about her and what she's doing so that's great no worries